What's up, rap fans? Welcome back to the Hip Hop Enthusiast Podcast, keeping you up to date on hip hop music in 2018. I'm Kyle French. Today is October 11th, and we're taking a look at the long, the longest of awaited albums, The Carter Five by Lil Wayne, and we're also taking a look at There You Have It by recent TDE signee Reason. We got your Hot in the Street song of the week. We got new music announcements. We're going to run through some headlines, see what's been popping around the culture this past week. So it's your regular packed out show for all my fellow hip-hop enthusiasts out there. If you're new to the show, subscribe on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. And if you're looking for more content, you can find me on Instagram at hiphopenth, at H-I-P-H-O-P-E-N-T-H. If you're not new to the show, thanks for listening once again, and I'm happy to have you guys along for the ride. Spread the word, help a young nth out. We got to wake these people up to what's going on in the hottest genre of music across the nation and pretty much across the world at this point. That is rap. That's hip hop. You know what it is. So let's get it going. First up, Carter Five, Lil Wayne, the highly anticipated continuation of the Carter series that began all the way back in 2004 and a follow up to 2011's enormous success, The Carter Four. And this album, The Carter Five, was supposed to come out all the way back in 2013 was its initial launch date, but at years of contract disputes, public feuds with cash money representative Birdman, random singles just dropping every couple of months that we don't even know if they're Carter Five songs or not, promised release dates, lawsuits. I mean, I thought it would never end. My hope for The Carter Five was all but gone inside of me. And after this long, I was just, I was worried about the content and the quality of the music too, because if these are actual songs from 2013, dropping five years later, or at the time, I didn't know when, it could be six, seven, ten years later, it was going to sound old and dated, and I was worried if there were new songs, that maybe Wayne didn't still have that bottled up magic, he didn't have much left in him that he had back in his prime. So all this was going through my head when I heard and I saw Wayne get on camera and announce Finally, the official release date was going to be on his birthday, September 28th. And I was absolutely thrilled because Lil Wayne is probably my personal favorite rapper of all time. He got me into hip hop. Carter 3 is the first physical copy of music I ever bought. Like, I'm extremely biased towards him and I have a love for him that I don't have for many other artists out there. But still, I was I was cautiously optimistic for all the reasons I mentioned earlier. I like I was all in on on getting it and listening to it, but I wasn't sold on it being like a foregone conclusion that this was Carter-level wheezy and like some of the best music that I'm going to hear this year. Turns out I had no reason to be worried. Carter 5 is everything we could have asked for. This is the best I've heard Lil Wayne sound since probably the Carter 4 all the way back in 2011. Yes, he's continued his dedication mixtape series, dropped little albums like the Free Wheezy album here and there. But it was, a, it was a slight step down. You know, I, I was bumping him, but it wasn't Carter. You know what I mean? And this is, it's all the way back to that sound. And going back to the beginning, the entire Carter series has been based on one pursuit. And that has been proving that he is the best rapper on the planet. The best rapper alive, as he stated, on the Carter 2. And he doesn't even have to own that crown, realistically. I mean, he doesn't right now in, in today's era of hip-hop. But he does build a compelling argument, and he just wins people over like no other person can. People latch onto Wayne's persona and his braggadocious rap style like it's a drug. I mean, this man can get away with saying anything. His command of the English language is 
is pure insanity. No other man on the planet has touched it or, or probably even come close. To me, he's the metaphor and wordplay god undisputably. And he comes once again with clever, witty bars on every track. The way he flips words will leave you either speechless or in tears laughing, both of which happened to me plenty of times listening to the Carter Five. He just makes words rhyme that don't rhyme. He makes words that only have one meaning somehow take on two meanings. He can repeat a word 50 times and still sound awesome doing it. I mean, just look at the song Let It Fly, which featured a great Travis Scott piece. That must have been recorded a while ago because that sounds like some old Travis right there. But it was fire. And on this track, on Wayne's verse, he used the word mind 13 times in seven bars and then followed it up by using the word line 19 times in only nine bars. It is one of the hardest verses I've heard this year. It was, it was insane. A lot of the tricks he pulls, like doing this, people will be criticized for being, you know, maybe repetitive or unoriginal or like being a bad lyricist or, or something like that or being corny or having see-through lines. But Wayne is just, he's such a master of the persona that he, he lives in. He's like his own puppet and he controls himself tremendously. And it's not like I'm letting him off the hook for these things. He sounds incredible doing them he's so entertaining to me he's like the most entertaining MC I've ever heard and and even though he's doing all this playing around so much making jokes having fun somehow he still keeps up ridiculous rhyme schemes I think he's underrated in this effect because just like Eminem brags about being able to line every word in a sentence Wayne does that plenty of times on this album and his past work as well and it's super impressive like you say he fathered mumble rappers, but he's also just a, a top-level lyricist. And to move on from you know his artistic style and get into the specifics of this album, we get some absolute go-to anthems with songs like Uproar, produced by Swizz Beats, the song Used To, which is one of the closers, Let It Fly, featuring Travis Scott, Problems, Took His Time. I mean, these are just, this is what you want when you're looking for cover-to-cover bangers. And then on top of that, we get a song like Mona Lisa, which is, for me, maybe the song of the year. I mean, Kendrick Lamar puts on an Oscar-worthy acting performance for his character in this plot. And the song is like, it's a hard-nosed, multi-perspective storytelling track. Wayne plays the crime pimp role that he's pretty much played his whole career. And, you know, he's directing his girls to seduce men at the club and then follows them home and robs them blind. And so Wheezy snaps in this detailed stick-up pimp role. And then we get the flip side of it with Kendrick playing the role of the vulnerable, betrayed man. And oh my God, I miss, I miss Kendrick vocal switches. I really do. And you can tell this was from around you know, the recording time of, of TPAB, likely. Not in the sense of, of the content isn't too relatable, but just his delivery style and the way he manipulates his voice and his character is very similar to what he did on that album. And that was another thing that was fun in in listening through the Carter Five was it was a huge mystery deciphering when songs were made. But it, it's also part of the allure of the album. I'm I'm listening to, like I said, that Travis Scott feature. I'm like, this has got to be from 2013, 2014. I don't know. And then other songs like Super New, like he obviously has a feature from uh, XXXTentacion, which had to have been done fairly recently. So it was definitely cool to to kind of think through that side of things. But then again, not all of these songs uh, portray Wayne as this like voracious monarch of the industry. Low-key, Wayne actually has some vulnerable and serious moments himself on here. 
An example would be the track Open Letter, where he pens a letter titled Dear Life and vents about his worries of death and his love for his family and his support for them. And you also get these loose pieces of what sound like anecdotes from his mother sprinkled in to help direct the action. Often these like brief interludes from Jacita Carter, who appears on the album cover with Wayne, intro some of the more personal song ideas. She talks about his youthful journey into fatherhood before the track Famous, which actually features his daughter, Regina Carter, which that's got to be an awesome moment to get in the studio and make a song with your daughter after going through so much. And then once again, his mother intros the closing track, Let It All Work Out, featuring Sampha. And she wonders aloud, you know, like, what happened? What really happened during Wayne's gun incident when he almost killed himself, reportedly by accident? And then he goes through and he details the events, leading us to believe that maybe he shot himself on purpose in a suicide attempt, only to be given another chance by God resurrecting him. And although I do think this is more Wayne just thinking through likely the most traumatic event of his life and trying to wrap his his head around it, maybe these words are true. I I don't know. But either way, a, a very sentimental and personal song there. So you do get a little bit of everything. And that does kind of lead to a roller coaster of song ideas and musical styles. It does bring on an element of erratic randomness throughout the whole album. Nothing is all that connected, which isn't a great sign. I mean, I'm a big proponent of cohesive and connected albums. This isn't really one of those, admittedly. And we do get some duds that sound like like Dark Side of the Moon and What About Me. They sound like post-take era ballads. Once again, theorizing on, you know, the creation date of these tracks, I would guess, like, way back in the actual post-Take Care era. I mean, you got Nicki Minaj singing on here. That doesn't sound like Nicki. I don't think that's the feature she'd be doing in, like, 2018. So I think that's from a while ago. But those songs just, they sound dated. They don't fit well. Uh, this The tracks start this shit off right, produced by Manny Fresh, who worked with Wayne a lot on his uh, his earlier albums. That also sounds very dated. It sounds like a cut that could have been, uh, you know, a, a lost song from the Carter original and is really out of place here as far as the sonics of it. And admittedly, Wayne didn't need to pack this out with 23 full-length songs. While I do love this listening experience, it was a little unnecessary. Uh, the second half was comparably weaker than the opening half for sure, but I think it was saved by the final two tracks, Used To and Let It All Work Out, really carrying it in and kind of putting a band-aid on a weaker second half. So the Carter 5 has its flaws, and if you don't love Wayne as a character and a persona, this might not be an essential or an important release to you. But for us who grew up with Wayne and our stands of his, and just absolutely love the character that he portrays in his music, I mean, this is perfect. It's everything we could have asked for. This album has infinite personal replay value, and it's a successful return to form in every sense. Uh, The best tracks on here are Mona Lisa, Uproar, Let It All Work Out, Let It Fly, Open Letter, Can't Be Broken. I could keep going. As for worst tracks, it's probably going to be those few I just mentioned, like Dark Side of the Moon, Start the Shit Off Right, and Perfect Strangers is also pretty weak. Uh, Overall rating, I would give this album a solid 8 out of 10, which is higher than I thought I'd be giving the Carter 5 this late in Wayne's career. But I got to give it up for the GOAT. And I'll play two tracks here. I'm going to play Uproar and Let It Fly, which were two of the more just up-tempo anthems on here and really define the reason for the Carter series and why Wayne is just out to prove that he's the best on the mic. So this is Uproar and Let It Fly by Lil Wayne 
from the Carter Five. What the fuck though? Damn. Where the love go? Oh. Five, four, three, two, I let one go. Wow, get the fuck though. Hey. I don't bluff, bro. Aiming at your head like a buffalo. You a roughneck. I'm a cutthroat. You a tough guy. That's enough jokes. Then the sun died. The night is young though. The diamond still shines. In a rough hole. What the fuck though? Where the love go? Five, four, three, two, where the ones go? It's a shit show. Put you front row. Talking shit, bro. Let your tongue show. Money over bitches and above hoes. That is still my favorite love quote. Put the gun aside. What the fuck for? I sleep with the gun. And she don't snow. What the fuck, yo? Where the love go? Trade the ski mask for the muzzle. It's a bloodbath. Where the suns go? It's a Swiss beat. That'll drums go. If she's iffy, that'll drugs go. If she's simply double cup toast. I got a duffo full of hundos. That'll love go. Where's the uproar? What the fuck though? Where the love go? Five, four, three, two, I let one go. Wow, get the fuck though. I don't bluff, bro. Aiming at your head like a buffalo. What the fuck though? Where the love go? Five, four, three, two, I let one go. Wow, get the fuck though. I don't bluff, bro. Aiming at your head like a buffalo. Get the fuck though. I don't bluff, bro. I come out the scuffle without a scuffle. Puff, puff, bro. I don't huff, though. Damn. Yellow diamonds up close. Catch a sunstroke at your front door with a gun store. Knock, knock. Who's there is how it won't go. Just the jungle. So have the utmost for the nutsoles. And we nuts, so what the fuck, bro? That's where I'm from, bro. We grow up fast. We roll up slow. We throw up gang signs. She throw up dope. Drain life ain't time like you don't know. Put the green in the bag like a lawnmower. Hair trigger, pull back like a con roll. Extra clip in a stash like a console. Listening to Bono, you listen God to Dono. What the fuck, bro? Where the love go? Swizzy, he the chef. I like my lunch gross. Just look up, bro. Now the scuds go. I see the shovel. But where did Bob go? Hmm. To the unknown. Only way he coming back is through his unborns. If you see what's in my bag, think I'm a drug lord. It's empty when I give it back. Now where's the love, bro? What the fuck, though?
You just heard Uproar and Let It Fly by Lil Wayne. As if the dude wasn't already a legend. And then he drops this tape on us. Certified GOAT status for Dwayne Michael Carter Jr. right there. Definitely one of my favorite albums I've listened to this year. But let's get on to another one. And that is the album There You Have It by Reason. Reason is a 28-year-old rapper from Carson, California. Basically from LA. It's the same city actually as Absol. And Reason is the most recent signee to the TDE Top Dog Entertainment label, joining faces like Kendrick Lamar, J-Rock, Schoolboy Q, and Absol. Surprisingly, no label mates actually make appearances on There You Have It. It is possible much of this was recorded before he officially linked up with them. He did only sign on August 8th. More evidence of this would be the fact that one of the singles, the track Better Days, actually was originally released in 2016 on one of his mixtapes. So it's definitely more than likely that these tracks were pre-TDE assistance, and that would pretty much explain why none of them were on there. He did make an appearance on the uh, TDE-curated Black Panther soundtrack for the movie Black Panther. So definitely, uh, they would be willing to put him on, I'm sure. I don't think they're doing a bad job of promoting their artists. They usually do a great job of that. And he fits in for sure with the label. He has that West Coast attitude. He has a gangster rap inclined voice. He's a from the streets, West Side City kid. So on the surface, he's a good match for TDE. And not many people were familiar with Reason going into this project. And I think this album is a great way to get to know him. I mean, you run this through and literally, there you have it. You'll understand who he is, where he's from, what he's about. It's more or less a a brief summary of his life and experiences up to this point. As many artists' debut albums are, and this definitely holds true to that form, the album kind of takes on two sides, the first half being him as more of an ignorant L.A. youth, you know, being lured in by the temptation of the streets, living out the words of his favorite rappers like on the song Corrupt. It's a nod to Corrupt's verse on Ain't No Fun from Snoop Dogg's G-Funk classic doggy style. But then the second half is him growing up, kind of having a change of heart and becoming more consciously focused striving to be a better person, more reflecting on his actions. And the two sides are bridged by this transition from track Thirst to Colored Dreams. Thirst has reason to run around with his crew, going to parties, getting into fights, exploiting women, basically being a full-time gangbanger and doing what kids do. It ends with a shootout between two rival groups and him hypothetically killing a man. And then we pick up with Colored Dreams, which is him playing the role of a man doing lifetime bars for murder. Once again, this is obviously a hypothetical scene as how Reason is not actually in this situation. And he also has stated that the song is kind of goes by an alternative title, Killers Part 2, and serves as a sequel to the song Killers by J. Cole from his warm-up mixtape, which followed a similar script to this one. And here the character has come full circle from what happened on Thirst. He's realized the senselessness of his actions. He keeps repeating the phrase, fuck these colored dreams, referring to the colors blue and red that represent different gangs that once had been all he aspired to be. That was once his dream was to be part of them. And now he's realizing life is way bigger than that. And I was stupid. And But now he's stuck. It's too late now. You know, he's stuck. He's doing a life sentence in jail. And so he writes this song basically as uh, in the form of a suicide note that he's leaving for his mother, apologizing for how he lived his life and how bad of a son he was. And then it ends with him actually hanging himself and committing suicide in his cell. This is possibly also indicative of Reason 
killing off his prior lifestyle and starting a new one. As, as like I said, there's a transition point in the album. This song definitely woke me up and easily was the best on here. I wasn't feeling the first half much at all. It was like Redemption Light, which was a somewhat disappointing release from J-Rock earlier this year. The blueprint being just get on some generic production that quote-unquote bumps and write basic hype songs with a hint of lyricism. It was that half-and-half game that many of these guys have tried to play where they still want to you know, be respected as MCs and represent the roots of hip-hop and be taken seriously, but also want a piece of the trendy hype cake. And it's just hard to have it both ways, playing this half-in, half-out approach. It just it rarely succeeds. It didn't for reason. It didn't really for J-Rock earlier this year. And it makes for songs like Fuck With Me or Bottom just skips for me. They, they don't bring me back to anything. They're very one-dimensional. Reason definitely could have done a better job setting up or playing the role of this like ignorant young person that I think he was trying to convey on the first half of this album. On the bright side, he certainly proves that he can rap. He gives us a generous dose of nice punchlines and wordplay. He cited Lil Wayne as one of his favorite artists and biggest influences. We just mentioned how he's the wordplay king, the wordplay goat. So seeing Reason take a lot of those talents and try to apply them to his own rap game, you can see pieces of this manifested with clever and unique lines like, I ain't Denzel, but I've been washing tons of rappers since my training days. Or I've been balling on rap tours like DeMar DeRozan. Not jaw-dropping lines. I was pretty indifferent to, to many of them, but they were usually original. They weren't like cliche one-liners or, or go-to references that every rapper has made in their entire career. But overall, yeah, I just wasn't impressed by the first half of this until that track Color Dreams came in, woke me up, and the second half is nice. It's more of a Good Kid Mad City super light, addressing similar topics to the first half, but in a more mature and wiser way, more reflecting on them and trying to better yourself. Uh, the track Better Days proves his new outlook on life as he looks around him and you know he sees people trying to get their hustle up and make their money and have all these materialistic intentions. And he's like, I'm just praying for better days. The song State We In was definitely the most conscious song on here as he's literally saying, look at the state that we're in as a community. We need to fight for better. We need to be better ourselves, so on and so on. A message that's been said a hundred times but can't be overstated. And then you get a song like Summer Up, which is probably his best rap performance on here as he shifts his focus fully onto his career and out of the streets. I love the line on this track where he says, people ask, is Reason still spitting? Is Janikowski still kicking? Nip Hustle still cripping? Rolled ankles still limping? Permed waves still dripping? Fuck you thought. That line definitely brought together all the confidence and hunger that is has been inside him and his desire to kind of take over the industry and, and dominate this game. And he had a lot of those lines and a lot of that energy on here. So after a shaky start, I came out enjoying this album as a whole. I feel like Reason can be a nice addition to the TDE team. He's got that traditional West Coast flavor, and, and that, that style is always looking for new torchbearers. As guys like Kendrick Lamar, Tyler the Creator, Earl Sweatshirt, they kind of represent the, the West in a more modern sense. Like They usually pay homage to the legends that, that may have inspired them, but there's not a lot of guys like you know Nipsey Hussle, or like what YG used to do that really hold it down for the traditional 
West Coast sound, and maybe Reason can be one of those guys. If that's his goal with, you know, the talent that he displayed on here, some of the potential he's got, obviously with the backing of TDE, I think that's a role that he could fail looking forward. And there you have it is a, is a decent start to his career. Uh, the best tracks on here, Color Dreams, Drive Slow, State We In. The worst tracks would be Bottom and Fuck With Me. I would recommend this album if you like J-Rock, Sci High The Prince, or Nipsey Hussle. And overall, I'm going to give this album a 6.5 out of 10. And I'll give you a couple samples here. This is Better Days and Summer Up by Reason from his new album, debut album. There you have it. Look, a lot of niggas pray for whips while hoping to get their cheddar raised. <laughs> I'm just praying for better days. They hit the block with Glocks and Leboretta spray. Damn. I'm just praying for better days. My older cousin been dabbling in cocaine sniffing. Love him to death, but feeling like I can't hang with him. Went to Atlanta to hopefully get some change with him. Woke up the next morning, the nigga chain missing. No well. Pray for his safety, but hardly miss him. Shame that when I make it, we can't be Bacardi sipping. Cause the drugs got that nigga living with a foggy vision. And I'm trying to make a living with mics like Scotty Pippen. <laughs> so many friends that I'm starting to lose. Praying my crew don't become a party of two. Progression seemed tight, but like gears on a bike boy when you switch up that's when it's hardest to move cause niggas clown drake for being so sentimental they see the same nigga over every instrumental niggas spitting raps by pointing gaps on tinted windows knowing they ain't never owned a pistol a lot of niggas pray for nice whips while hoping to get their cheddar raised <laughs> i'm just praying for better days they hit the block with glocks and let beretta spray Damn. I'm just praying for better days. My older cousin been dabbling in cocaine sniffing. We should be headed to new Bugatti lane switching. Instead he banging the neighborhood and gang living. And blowing nigga brains out if they don't bang with him. This the same nigga I ain't Captain Crunch with. Neighborhood got him feeling he should pump lift. Cause it's 60s for life. Niggas never jump ship. But a jump you went off a of Zan and blunt hits. It's for anybody struggling looking for better blessings. Reminisce to when I was hooping and dropping dimes. Now I ain't carry texts on the automatic. Weapons, but we're shooting every day in school. That's Columbine. Damn, I'm missing responsibility, never present. As you get older, every mistake is your hardest lesson. Lost $300 fucking with my old bitch. If I did that shit now, a nigga be homeless. So shit, it's so many women love to hate a nigga. Made them believe a dream till it drove them crazy, nigga. I'm focused on getting better. Don't wanna go crazy with them like a dollar on a budget. Please, Lord, save a nigga. A lot of niggas pray for whips while hoping to get their cheddar raised. I'm just praying for better days. They hit the block with Glocks and Leboretta spray. Trying to get that new Benz for the summer up. Look, I say every time I step into the game, gotta hustle quick. Hungry nigga buffet, I never stomached it. They call me Reason Select, you know the government. Seem big-headed, but more grounded than punishment. Came from the struggle, so trust that I know what punishment. Somebody asked me, is Reason still spinning shit? And Janikowski still kicking, nip hustle still crippin', sprained ankle still limping, perm wave still dipping. Fuck you thought, nigga. God with me, I hustle straight off the cross with it. To the crib, it's big enough to belong in it. Go through a lot for lots, long as the cars in it. The frauds winning, we make it by being authentic. Swag like chicken nuggets, I got the sauce with it. Lyrics potent, you know it, so when I quote it, you gotta go deep for you to catch it like Randy Moss did it. Rick Ross, the whip, you know the boss in it. Beers for the summer, huh? I've been trying to get that new Benz for the summer up. I've been trying to get that new Benz for the summer up. Trying to get a new Benz for the summer up. Time running out quick. I'm working, nigga. It's like I got the clock right on me. Hoping God never hit the stopwatch on me, shit. 
I got a lot more living, a lot more giving, a lot more sitting, a lot more learning, a lot less finished. I've been through a lot. I took a lot, but I get a lot because I put a lot more in it. I'm never thinking like, yo, I got a lot more minutes. Because when Kendall died, I learned that clock keep ticking like, damn, wish I could get him back. Used to spit it to people before I would finish raps. Now I hear what finished, I'm in the zone with it. Look on his face, let me know that it's hitting home with him. I done kinda, I kinda got in the groove of it. Sliding through the streets like the niggas and cool runners. I see a shot. Word to JR, you know that I'ma take it. Keep shooting till I know that I'ma make it. Fuck the steps, nigga. You gotta put up a tips. Pop said this. He gave me the hustle. Nigga, shut up and sprint till you running through. The game bring out the worst to you like summers do. Summers bringing out murder, stealing the sundresses. Shit. Swear them dresses make a faithful nigga break necks. I'm trying to take steps so I can be the greatest. Hip hop dying shit. I'm trying to keep it alive like incubator. See him waiting. So no it's the realest if reason made it. These niggas ain't gonna give me a lane. I penetrated. Fuck patience for opportunity. I'm finished waiting. So no I put my heart in every statement. P asked me his reason still working. Shit. Nigga, is Amarose still twerking? Gold digger still flirting. Horny teens still jerking. All my exes still lurking. Black lives still hurting. Black lives still hurting. Nigga, pins for the summer up. That was Better Days and Summer Up by Reason, the newest member of Top Dog Entertainment, and hopefully this launches another successful career coming out of that label. So those are our album reviews and and big releases from a couple weeks ago. And now something I want to start doing is usually I just pick like a news story and, and talk about it, but it makes it very specific. We only really get to one topic. So I figure what we'll do from now on is I'm just going to run through, read some headlines, and give quick reactions to them. Kind of keep you guys caught up on what's going on and, and just kind of have fun with it. So that's how we'll be running this segment from now on. And we'll just dive right into it. The first one I got pulled up here is Anderson Pack announces Oxnard album release date. And this definitely catches my attention. I loved his track, Tinsy, dropped with Kendrick Lamar last week. That was our Hot in the Streets song of the week. And he recently tweeted, 11 16 18 hashtag Oxnard with the album cover, which looks pretty dope. I was a big fan of his last album, Malibu, and a lot of the features that he's gotten on since then have only further solidified his spot as one of the, the greats in the R&B field currently. So I can't wait for this. Next headline I'm looking at, this just came up today. Wu-Tang Clan, an American saga origin series will be coming to Hulu executive produced by Jizza and Rizza. The series is going to be following the formation and rise of the Wu-Tang Clan, one of my personal favorite acts of all time in hip-hop. I don't do much, like a lot of watching shows or movies. Obviously, I'm spending most of my time listening to music, but this, this I might have to get Hulu for and check this out because Wu-Tang, they're always coming up with creative stuff. I love how Rizza is always expanding his boundaries, writing books, creating series, curating other people's albums. The dude just doesn't stop working, even though he's been in the business for like 30 plus years now. Absolute legend. So next, we got Sway Lee reveals solo EP plans. Apparently he tweeted that he's he's going solo, dropping an EP outside of his group, Race Remmerd. He had said this on Twitter, quickly deleted it. And honestly, I hope the same thing happens with this album. Maybe he, he teases it and then, no, it's gone. Just delete it. Keep it. We don't need it. Sway, you can just feature on other people's albums and be known as like the hook king and just stick to that. We don't we don't need solo music from you. But Quavo must have heard something because he's going down the same path. Here I'm looking at an article that says Quavo debuts bubblegum video and promises solo album is on the way, set to drop 
Friday, October 12th. That is tomorrow, fam. And and by the time you're listening to this, it will already be out. And hopefully you have either not listened to it or already listened to it and decided he's better as a part of the Migos and his solo career will inevitably flop. So to both Sway Lee and Quavo, thanks but no thanks. Next up, we got Quality Control's stolen hard drives return following CEO's $20,000 offer. This is actually a hilarious story and probably my favorite from the week. Apparently, the uh, Quality Control Music CEO, uh, he goes by the name P, and his engineer were like at a gas station or something, and someone rolled through and stole their car, and it had like a valuable disc in it containing unreleased uh, Lil Yachty and Lil Baby music. And so this is the, uh, the post he put up. I don't know where this was at. I think this was on Instagram or something. But he said, attention, Atlanta, whoever just jumped in the Dodge Journey and stole the car at the Chevron on Northside Drive. That was my engineer's car with an important hard drive in it. I know you're just doing what you do, and I'm not knocking your hustle because I used to steal cars in the 90s. I have 20000 cash money for the hard drive back. End quote. That, dude, that, this is hilarious. He's just like, hey, hey, man, I respect your hustle. Like, I don't really have a problem with you stealing my vehicle. I just need the hard drive. No hard feelings. What? I mean, like, I'm expecting this. This is a hard-ass Atlanta dude. I'm expecting him to be pissed. But he's like, I feel you. I sympathize with you. Like, I used to do the same thing. I'll slide you some cash. We good. Hands down, my favorite story I heard this week in the hip-hop world. Next up, we got Takashi 69 skips court and Judge threatens to lock him up. I don't even care anymore. Like, th- this dude just sucks. He's just going around doing, like, the stupidest stuff. And every time he slips up, he's like, oh, I'm going to be a better person now. And he never is. He's just doing it, like, he's just doing it for the clout. He's doing it for the memes, the jokes, the popularity. Teach him a lesson. Just throw him in jail. See what happens. Pusha T thinks making bloated albums for streaming numbers is cheating. He did an interview this week talking about how Kanye convinced him to keep his album Daytona cut down only seven tracks, keep it short and simple. And they're doing it as like a, a backhanded attack on people who drop 20, 25 song albums to get the streaming numbers up to make the sales. And I get it. Like, I feel you push T, you're right. But this is no revolutionary statement. He was talking about it like no one else knew. Like he had a groundbreaking hot take that people have been dropping extended albums more for the money than for the music it's like yeah yes terrence thank you thank you for contributing if you could go kindly find out other rappers who have had secret relationships with porn stars i'd prefer you you know be on that case that's that's where we need you right now but again thank you for your astute analysis all right final one post malone's beer bongs and bentley's moved from rap to pop category for 2019 grammys This is actually kind of big news. And the reason being is because rap is becoming pop. The genre has expanded and diversified so much that it's it's getting hard to pin it down. And this just proves that you take a guy who's traditionally always been called a rapper, although he's not in the traditional sense. That's what people have always referred to him as. And now people are like, well, not really. And I think this is... Uh, a nice testament to how far hip-hop's come and how, how much has been diversified that they're moving this guy from rap to pop. And I also just agree with uh, the reasoning and, you know, the fundamental reasoning behind this. And I'm also really happy because 
I mean, if Beer Bongs and Bentleys won the goddamn 2019 Grammy for Best Hip Hop Album, oh, it, it would be like Macklemore all over again, beating out GKMC with his The Heist album that everyone and their mother knew was the wrong call, but that's just how the Grammys works. And so this will give them a, uh, a slightly better chance at not picking the worst nomination. They still won't get it right, but at least they will be slightly less wrong. So this is a good move and kind of an important story. So that's your news. That's what's been going on in the, uh, the culture. I'll be continuing to, you know, just bookmark stories and headlines that I see, and, and we'll run through them each episode. I, I like doing this. Keeps everybody up to date, you feel. But let's get into a staple here. We got our Hot in the Streets song of the week. Admittedly, it was, uh, it was kind of a down week for hip-hop, not only with singles, but also with albums. Was uh, a bit dry, a tad dry out there listening to new music this week, but we did get a good one just today, that being the legendary cult duo of Killer Mike and LP dropping not a single for Run The Jewels 4, which a lot of people are looking forward to, but instead a single destined for the Venom soundtrack. I gotta come clean. I've never been the biggest Run The Jewels guy, but I do, I do respect the music they make, and they seem very concentrated and focused on, on the sounds that they put together for their albums and the messages that they intend to get across. And although this song is destined for a movie soundtrack, it still maintains those principles, really speaks to the you know artistic integrity of the group, not trying to switch up and go mainstream just because they see an opportunity for a money grab. So we'll run through this real quick as your Hot in the Streets song of the week titled Let's Go, The Royal We by Run the Jewels. Put a flame to a tar, walk around with a five round neck. Hey, kind gotta deal with a new kind of mind. I'm a quick death wrapped in a threat. Hey, you tell these fuck, you little weak car bunny babies back up and get wet. Never mind where you draw the line. I got a mind for crime, it's all disrespect. I'm an oil rig fire with a flesh, you a lunchbox walking a wreck. Taste the treats for the lunch to the flesh of the neck. Who's hungry? The table's set. Come get it. It's the game that you can't run with it. Have fun with it. Enjoy and suffer it. Colonel Panic, terminal rushing. Empty the clip while your clip's still blocking the eye of the violent Villainous. We are the murderous militants. We are the pirates that hide on the island and later we wild and marauding and murdering merchantmen. We have been cursed by the curse. We shooting first on our turf. Pay us our proper respect. You pray for your God to end the perverse. He sent the worst of the worst. Every damn demon dispersed. We put them all on the earth. We put them under the earth. We are the savages ravaging hell. Death in the air, we relish the smell. We are the hand of the Lord. We are the hand with the sword. Taking the heads of the faith. We are the sinners of faith. We are the faith of sleep. Let's go. Take a light, my light, 29 grams up in the night. Turn last slash of the fires. 
born a ball boy, the bad to the lions. Hardy hard, you would laugh on my right. That's not a brag, that's Back from the bellows of hell. Back from the back of a jail in a cell. Back from the sun and the crease to the thon and the creek. Back to the streets of the east. Back to the belly of beast. Back to the place of my peace. Back to me holding my peace. Anything working, disturbing that peace will certainly meet the deceased. Cause he's Oh, why must I tell him again? What must I tell him, my friend? That we are born in the sin. And we are worshiping murder is nothing but evil do princess men. I know you heard of a law. We should just murder a law. We should just murder and fall. And that's on the ruins we looking from all of their palaces gone. Pretty cool track there from Run the Jewels titled Let's Go, The Royal We from the Venom soundtrack. There are rumors that Run the Jewels 4 will be on the way and coming relatively soon, but there's really nothing concrete to, uh, to back that up, so I don't want to speculate too much on, on when that'll be or a timetable on that. But we can look at some stuff we know will be coming out in our new music announcements. As a recap, just last week, October 5th, we got Drip Harder by Gunna and Lil Baby, Mud Boy by Sheck West, Dime Trap by T.I., Gangland Landlord by Mozzie, Beloved by Dave East and Styles P, The Lost Tapes by Ghostface Killa, Mi Vida Local by Atmosphere, and Project Zero by Chester Watson. A lot of quantity, admittedly, from my perspective, not a lot of quality. I'm not sure which two of those I'll be talking about next week. Probably Mud Boy by Sheck West. And I haven't decided on the other. And then looking forward tomorrow, October 12th, or really tonight, we're getting City Morgue Volume 1, Hell or High Water by Zilakami and Sas Mula. Fully Loaded by Shy Glizzy. And Quavo Huncho, that solo album by Quavo. I'll update you guys next week because a lot of unexpected stuff always drops that we don't even know about until it's out. So check back next week for that recap. And also follow me on Instagram. I usually talk about new releases on there. So if you want the content immediately, I'll have that up probably tomorrow. So that's a wrap for the Hip Hop Enthusiast Podcast. Once again, thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking with me. Subscribe, drop a rating on iTunes and on the Apple Podcast app. That'll help me out. It's the easiest way to stay up to date on hip hop music in 2018. Quick 40, 45 minutes max. You're going to get the information you need. You're going to be the king of the ox cord. This is where you're going to get that information. The Hip Hop Enthusiast Podcast. That's all I got for today. Blessings up to the most high. Lil Tunchi for dropping his Carter 5 last week. Never thought I'd see the day. So I'll be bumping that again all week. I'll catch you guys next time. Peace.